Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Coco, and if this is your first time tuning in, you are listening to Chatterbox Podcast, where I talk about what I like, and hopefully you like it too. Let me ask you a question. How do it feel to be ordinary? How do it feel to be cliche? I really wouldn't know, huh? So this week on Chatterbox Podcast. All right, well, first of all... I know I took a week off, which seems like a month because I do the episodes every two weeks or whatever it was. Um, So thank you guys for bearing with me. I've been working a lot and planning a lot and trying to get that content so that I can be more consistent. I told you guys this was going to be a journey, so I'm glad that you are being patient with me and taking the journey with me. Anyway, with that being said, this week on Chatterbox Podcast, I got to sit down with Giovanna Heath who was uh, formerly the digital sports host for the Milwaukee Brewers and is currently acting as reporter and producer for Northern Arizona University. Now, y'all, I don't know anything about sports, okay? Well, you know what? I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to sell myself short. I don't know a lot about sports, but I do enjoy them. And um, me and Giovanna talked about what her uh, roles are in that industry, why she chose that path. Um, We even touch on the impact that the life and the passing of Kobe Bryant had on her. Um, We talked about family. We talked about passions. We talked about networking and how to be a woman in um, such a competitive and sometimes male-dominated industry. And I think we have a lot of good tidbits, especially for those of you who are looking to be involved in media, more specifically sports media. So we had a really good talk. Um, and, you know, uh, just stay tuned. This is Chatterbox Podcast, Episode 7. Up next, I sit down with reporter producer for Northern Arizona University, Giovanna Heath. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Coco, and you are listening and hopefully watching Chatterbox Podcast. And I am here with the amazing Giovanna. Thank you for having me. Thank you. (laughs) Of course, of course. Okay, so let's just get right into it. Um, What are you listening to right now? Ooh, what am I? Drake and Future. That's really like on repeat in my car right now and like at the gym. I feel like they're about to come out with a, another album, no? They do. I mean, I'd be really happy because life is good. That's all I was playing this morning. You know, Future. <laughs> hey, Drake. Hey. Right. How y'all doing? Next episode. Next episode. Y'all come. Um, okay. So what have you been reading right now? The Power of Intuition by Dr. Wayne Myers. I believe his name, last name is, but I definitely know power of intuition tell me a little bit about it um so basically it's all about manifesting whatever you want Mm -hmm. and um it's about putting that positive energy out there because I think a lot of times we often like say this won't happen to me if it goes like if something starts to go wrong but once you start saying like all right you know what I'm I am feeling tired or this did happen but in a few minutes things are going to change around so just like putting that positive energy out into the air and then 
seeing it come back to you. Have you seen like any way in which that has like directly affected you as since you've been reading it? Like, have you noticed anything like that? Or is it just something you've always kind of lived by? Since reading it? No, but um, honestly, I just like I literally just started. But um, in life, yes. Yeah. Now I live I live southwest and I said I wanted to move to either west or south or wait southwest uh-huh. i said i wanted to live either on the west coast or south like in florida okay and so like it's just about like manifesting like being specific so i should have said i want to live in la or i want to live in miami yep. so like that's just like whatever you put out there comes back kind of that's so true i feel like that's something i've been seeing a lot lately like when you pray or when you say what you want, when you when you put that out there, you have to be very specific because it'll come back like real, like <laughs> real slight. You're like, uh, okay. You're like, wait, did you get? Did you not hear what I said? Oh, I guess I wasn't specific. Yet. Exactly, exactly. Uh, what are you watching right now? Ooh, uh, I just finished The Circle on Netflix. Okay. Is that 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 social media? Yes, my, girl. My was it was so good. It's kind of like. You know, our generation of Big Brother. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, I still would go on Big Brother, but I also go on The Circle. Right. Um, <laughs> but the, I just finished that. But also, is it Grace and Frankie on that? Yes, yeah, like, like the two older ladies. I like that show. <laughs> so corny, but so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Okay. So to get right into your actual profession, what is your professional title? Um, right. Okay. So previously, I was just um, digital sports host for the Milwaukee Brewers. But now, as of, like, two months ago... It's reporter producer for the for Northern Arizona University. Okay, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Okay, <laughs> so congratulations <laughs> on that. So just so as long as I've known you, you've been combining like media and sports, and you've like obviously been taking taking that route. So what made you choose to um, choose this specific career path? So why continue on that path? Like what what made you want to be in media with sports instead of like being in a different area of it? Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think I <laughs> I used to get in trouble for talking a lot in school. You know, so that social butter af- um that social butter aspect never left me. Mm-hmm. And I also used to play basketball in school. Mm-hmm. I could never keep weight on to like actually become a professional athlete. <laughs> so I figured I actually saw Craig Sagers um in our family great room when I was 10 years old mm-hmm. and I was like, "Who is this man with this loud jacket on?" Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> didn't even know back then like you know like what so um I was like I'm gonna do that one day and then what can I do when you're not gonna play basketball anymore but you want to keep playing basketball or just be around that atmosphere and kind of came up with the two so what's your favorite thing about being in that like I guess athletic atmosphere um like most about it that nothing's ever the same yeah, um, it's unfortunate because all the like the players are never the same either. So you do build this rapport with the guys, um, and now I have the you know privilege of building rapport with the female athletes as well. So that's kind of cool. Um, but specifically, like what I've seen in my previous jobs, mm-hmm. you built this rapport, and although you have it, it's never the same because you know it's a business, so everyone's in and out. But then again, that goes with what I do like about it. Nothing's ever the same. Right. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Yeah, it's never a dull moment, but it's never a dull moment. Yeah, right. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So um, I got, I don't know if the professional, the title would be, so reporter for NAU, is that what it would? What reporter I, producer. Reporter producer. Um, and as you just stated, you've worked with other organizations before. So tell us a little bit about that if you can. Yeah, um, so 
I graduated in 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I st- actually started grad school, but dropped out. That sounds so bad, but I stopped doing, gr- you know, I was, <laughs> and I only did that because I, fortunately I got a job with um, NBC in St. Louis. Um, yeah, so that was really cool, um, especially being in that large of a market, like right out of school. Yeah. Um, so I was with them for about two to three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I actually think, I still talk to him to this day. His name is Larry Thornton, and if it wasn't for him, like, I would not be where I'm at right now. So, thank you, Larry. Um, so, I started off at KSDK and NBC affiliate in St. Louis, and then um, just kind of moving forward from there, I went to the Milwaukee Brewers. I worked with them for three seasons. Um, both jobs, I did the same thing, digital hosting, um, and now I am with Northern Arizona University um, covering everything that goes on in campus for the most part so definitely warmer <laughs> so <laughs> explain to for those who don't know what the digital you said digital media or di- mm-hmm. so for I mean it sounds kind of obvious but could you explain that for those who do who yeah so for northern Arizona I am on I do digital as well as on air so our stuff airs on CW as well as Pluto nice. so that's pretty cool but um, for my previous positions um, with NBC, it was some things would appear on NBC, but most of it was digital content. So, like what you're seeing when you scroll your feed, or what you're seeing when you do www dot whatever. So that was both with uh, NBC and the Milwaukee Brewers. So just digital. Right. I mean that. I mean, but nowadays, like you were talking about the circle. Nowadays, it's where we get most of our information, whether it be you know news like that's happening in the area or entertainment or sports. Like yeah. we're getting it on our phones, literally. Absolutely. Um, so you said you played basketball in high school, right? And now you work with baseball teams. So why the sporting change? Is it just because that's the way that opportunities happened or, or is that just the route that you would prefer? Um, well right now I don't work with the baseball team, but I, no, you're fine. I just, I literally just stopped. So, (laughs) um, I I was with the baseball team. It's 2020. So 2019, April 11th, 2019 was like my last, um, but why did I choose that route? Yeah, is it just because of that was how the opportunities came, or is it because like that's something that you wanted to work with that sport? Um, how opportunities came. Basketball is my first love, just because I played, um, and a lot of people, especially um, us as Black people, we don't really fall in love with the game of baseball. So I was just always in love with baseball because of my grandfather, my papa. Um, so I feel like it was a blessing to get that Milwaukee Brewers job. Um, but I didn't like choose to go down the baseball path, you know what I'm saying? So like, um, I just took the opportunities as they came, if they were the right fit for me. Right. Okay. Perfect. I like that you mentioned it was like your papa. Cause it just kind of like one of the other questions I had was like, what was your favorite part of the job? And when you did work with the baseball team, it kind of makes that even better. You get a chance to like see a space that you never would have like occupied otherwise. Yes. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, so just to kind of take a little detour, I guess, you talked about base, uh, basketball and obviously recently the passing of Kobe Bryant. So I guess as somebody who's so close to that sport, how did that affect you as an athlete and as a person who works with that? Um, how did his death or how did his legacy, like, well, his le- I mean, just playing the sport, um, you kind of, you kind of get to see how he, I guess, he studied the craft. 
um, as well as he practiced the craft. So not only did he like just watch, you know, tons of athletes, you know, during his generation before or up and coming, he also um, practiced a lot. So um, that kind of taught me to put the effort in. I'm more of a, you know, like, oh, what am I going to do? Like, you know, I'm always kind of like panicking. But to see that he was just so composed on the court was something I definitely idolized. I can't say that I was a huge Kobe fan. I did have like one interaction with him that I'll never forget. Really? Yeah, it was really cool. Um, So I went to uh, one of the games where he played the Bulls, Mm -hmm. and I was sitting right behind the opponent's bench, so the Lakers bench, Mm -hmm. and I felt so bad because this man was praying, and I was like, Kobe, Kobe, (laughs) and then I didn't know he was praying, though, so then I guess he, like, turned around and gave me that, like, one-minute finger, and I was just like, okay, like, he's gonna, like, ignore me, and I was only, like, 14 13 14 so you know I'm like uh, whatever like you're right <laughs> so um literally when he got done praying he's like what's up and uh, I was like can I have your armband can I have your armband and then he was just like after the game after the game obviously everyone's like trying to get pictures and things of that sort he uh, spots me in the crown and personally grabs my hand and hands me his armband and it was like something I'll never forget just I mean especially with the you know tragedy that just like happened now but to like think about like all those little details, even during his day, he, like, remembers. Like, how do you, in my mind, I've never been an athlete, <clears throat> excuse me, that's not my thing. However, like, I know that when you're doing something, like, serious or something that you're passionate about, your focus is completely, focus. Yeah. yeah. So for him to even, like, come out of it yeah. to even acknowledge you more than once, like, what is that, like, three different times he acknowledged right. exactly. you exactly. in one day. And it's just, like, so that it goes back to the composure that you said he had and uh, on the court and in his craft so wow that's awesome I'm glad you had this story I didn't even know that (laughs) that like that kind of is like really perfect so I mean I'm glad that you got to experience yeah it's unfortunate that him and his daughter and the other passengers passed away Uh, definitely my thoughts go out tremendously to each one of their families and Vanessa Bryant like her losing you know I can't even I can't even fathom yeah right I can't like i Literally, when we found out, was actually getting ready to go out in Phoenix. And it's like, I heard my friend's boyfriend just yell, like, what? And we're like, what is going on? Like, you know, it was like kind of, it wasn't a normal what, but it was, you could tell something had happened and just changed the entire vibe of the entire day. Um, Not intentionally, of course, but like when something like that happens, you picture Kobe supposed to be like. Invincible. Yeah, you know, you're supposed to, like, tell your kids, like, hey, back in the day, that was the, right. (laughs) No, seriously. And then it it even reminds me, like, we were just talking about, like, digital media. Like, I found out, literally, I scrolled, and then I went to, like, other things that I looked to for information. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, nothing yet. So it probably is just not real because, you know, how social media likes to do things before it happens. So I'm like, nah, nah. And then I just keep going, like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. (laughs) And then we, like, go on the news, and I'm just like, like you know what I'm saying and and not and like I said I'm not an athlete very far away from that like industry I guess you could say so for it to even like reach I feel like me and other people who don't identify as like athletes or being a sport nut or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. but the fact that you still like you know what I'm saying felt something about it just like kind of stems to like the impact he had and and that's why I really like that you know you mentioned about you know baseball and how you found like the connection within that and then your first love basketball because it means that you're putting like that heart and that like 
love and passion into your craft and so it makes me want to like watch what you're doing even more you know what I mean um, so as a person involved in media I'm sure you can attest to the struggles of the industry but tell me a little bit about your journey and how you've come to be where you currently are so I know you mentioned you had a mentor excuse me a mentor that helped you get to where you are so tell me a little bit though about your journey like in college because personally I'm very like curious because for me coming out of college finding a job in my field very hard and I mean like for most people it is hard but you said you had somebody like help you get there so tell me a little bit about like the steps you took yeah. and for anybody else who might be trying to take those same steps yeah um so it wasn't easy by far I mean I feel as if with the NBC opportunity thanks to Larry I was able to like kind of move forward in my career um it did come with struggles and you know um to speak respectfully on the struggles it was just the matter of like I think you and I kind of spoke about this like having that girl power is like so amazing but there's also people out there who don't don't extend that hand and don't want people to like you know be in the same realm as them which it's really hard so I did I was able to lean on my mentors I have two um Mark Spears and Eric Jackson um one for ESPN and the other for Turner Sports and I'm ever so grateful to like be able to talk to them and just kind of um you know get their advice yeah. uh, I think that's very that's a very big deal in this field because if you don't have anyone kind of directing you who you know literally like it's not it's it's <laughs> I wouldn't even call it 50 50 I think it's like 75 percent who you know and then 25 percent the rest what you know and like everything like that because I feel like you got the two kinds of women I think it's like the ones who like extend the hand and then you've got like the ones who are very like open but they might not be where you want you know so it's like oh like when am I ever going to be able to have like this in so you do look to the like especially in your field it's like a male dominated realm you know no but to your point like yeah. uh, just being in different aspects I feel like those different organizations I'm, I'm affiliated with National Association of National Association of Black Journalists so to be able to make those connections and to be able to be in one place with those people that you aspire to be like yeah. definitely helps and then it also makes you feel like number one it, it helps because you can make contact with them you know you just don't see you know a Mark Spears or Stephen A on TV you actually are able to shake their hand yeah. or a Rosalind Gold Adigwe you know just to actually be in that realm like oh you know what she has hair like me she has the same color skin we we do this we could be, do the same thing you know what I'm saying so I think that definitely helps as well as just like being focused you know you just can't let anything put you down like deter you for too long honestly that's the hardest part because you get discouraged especially because like I feel like in the media people around you they it seems like an unattainable goal because it's something that I guess is on tv people don't see it as like a real career yeah. sometimes so it definitely is not there's not a lot of people around you telling you like oh this is totally reasonable you right. can you can totally accomplish this it's it's normal right. um but I was actually uh Speaking of Domitian, he's the one who told me to do the NABJ. So I just yeah. signed up for it. I haven't really gone to anything yet, but now I like that just kind of like makes me like, okay, like yeah. look on the website, like get active in it because clearly it's something that can mm -hmm. benefit. I actually ran into him at NABJ in Detroit um, at the airport. I was just walking. He was like, gee, I was like, yo, what's up? Right. And so ever since then, I feel as if like, you know, in college we all knew each other, but like. Before then, I was trying to, I think we were trying to have coffee before I ran into him, maybe before or after. 
But um, he's actually doing amazing. Yes, he's on MTV and like he's got his own show now. Like, <laughs> and I'm jealous actually. Right, jealous. We're jealous of you, Domati. But like, props for real. Right. So like, just having that connection and that organization that can kind of back you up. I I guess like I'm so used to like taking steps and just like doing them and not really having like always having a method to my madness. And I think having like the structure of the NABJ mm -hmm. and like hearing the way that you went about it is giving me a little bit more like insight on how to have structure behind a field that not a lot you kind of have to blaze on your own mm -hmm. especially like if nobody else that you know is doing it right and i mean national uh, national association of black journalists has been a huge backing to my career mm -hmm. um and they also have national association of H hispanic journalists you know so it's like just to have someone to like back you up and you know you can seek those people who are in the place that again you aspire to be and they could tell you how to kind of maneuver in certain challenges or just in positive situations you know what i'm saying so yeah that's really helpful so thank you for that um and as someone from chicago and like the chicago area how important is the community in your career field and i mean i know you mentioned like how that network like with people like domity and college that like helped you build that network especially with the nabj but just in general like the city of chicago like how important is that, if at all? Yeah, it's actually very important. Um, I can't say too much on it, but I am working on like a nonprofit for the for the city of Chicago. Um, I don't know like how long it's going to take, but it's always been something like very special to me, especially when it comes to kids and baseball. That was like you know my that was like my pride right there. Um, so I just have like, I'm working on something brewing, like some type of idea to um, give back when it comes to that realm like of Chicago and, you know, kids and at-risk communities. I don't know where I would be if it wasn't for sports. Uh, I was <laughs> Honestly, I would have been out here. Um, it's actually my mom's, my mom like made me, she made me do something, whether like it was I mean, I only did ballet for like two days, so, but see, all that was my mom. <laughs> ballet, <laughs> ballet, right? Ballet, dance, That's probably why I don't have rhythm right now, because I was like, I'm out, like <laughs> this isn't for me. Uh, but no, I think it's very important because not only does it teach you structure, but it gives you something to look forward to. And um, if you're just you don't have anything to do with your day, you're just an idle mind is a devil's playground. So you just, and that goes for me like right now to this day, like I'll be at home like, I don't have nothing to do. And my mind's just like wondering, I'm like, I'm about to get in trouble. See, I make myself to-do lists right. to try to avoid that, but somehow, some, sometimes. Yeah, so it's just, I think sports definitely shape who you are, builds character, um, it keeps you out of trouble and it keeps you in shape. I mean, I know that's like not the biggest thing, but um, it's, nice. it's nice. So just to kind of have something to look forward to, you know, if you, mess up in school like your coach is gonna make you like sit or you gonna run your parents gonna whoop you you know what I'm saying just like whatever some way like you benefit even if you don't feel like it, you're benefiting in some exactly. space from it so yeah yeah that structure aspect so I know you spoke a little bit on the uh, non-for-profit that you're working on but don't want to speak too much about hopefully this will happen so that like I can yeah like where it's going to happen and then we're gonna put like all the links below and all that stuff right, right. um but what is your overall goal with your career? So like your your goal as it pertains to just you specifically, what you want to accomplish, and then in the greater scheme of things, if that makes sense. Um, however you want to answer that. Yeah, I think right now I, I'm fortunate because my bosses allow me to kind of help um, 
aspiring reporter so that's like my way of kind of giving back in the immediate future um so i want to definitely give back and like help reporters who are looking to become you know media related sports related whatever so um i definitely want to give back to those in this field i would really love to i would really love to um be a host of some type of like television show as far as like first take undefeated i think molly quorum and um joy taylor they do a great great job mm -hmm. at what they do now and they kind of inspired me to become better you know um and get to that role mm -hmm. so i would love to do that as well as sideline reporting in conjunction the two some type of do you and you want to so you would you like to work for like you know i don't know if it's basketball like the nba like nba like on that level or like like nfl like larger level or do you want to stay like with universities and like keep it i guess central smaller even though colleges are honestly at this point just as big i think um coming from a club background or a club organization that i, I like that feeling a lot mm -hmm. it is hard because you know you have to like you're narrow-minded to that team and you still have to like take in other teams but mm -hmm. it's it's a lot that goes into that but i would like to get back into an nba team or um an nba team or a mlb team um I think that would be great. That's something I definitely want to do, and I feel like my next step from here, I hope, um, would be network. Um, I could see myself there. I've, like, talked to a few networks once before, so I would like to be there. You will be there. I could see it. Like, I can definitely see it. Like, I've watched some of your clips and stuff like that on, like, Instagram, the things that you've posted and stuff like that, and I'm like, yes, you got that for sure. So hopefully you see me doing that sooner than later and put into the universe as we were just talking about uh, manive manifesting. So uh, maybe in Florida. I would love to go to Florida, Miami or Tampa. Nice. That'd be nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I do have a lightning round. So it's just a couple questions like whatever. You just answer them as quick as possible. All right. What is your favorite color? Green. Your governments. Go. Okay, favorite sport? Basketball. <laughs> favorite season? Ooh, that's, ooh. Spring. I'm going to say it's real cold outside. It's hard to say winter. <laughs> um, uh, favorite fast food place? Oh, oh my gosh. Um, Chick-fil-A. Okay. Uh, favorite artist? Drake. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even need to explain that. You're like, Drake. Let's, okay, it's fine. Uh, your favorite music genre? R&B, hip-hop. That's so cliche, but is that okay? No, that's me too, because like I have my R&B days, and then I have my hip-hop rap days. I do have a country playlist, and some country hits. Yeah. Okay. I went through a huge phase. Like I would say like senior year of high school, Like I went through like country, 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 country. My mom's like, who raised you, girl? You've been in Milwaukee too long. I'm like, girl, this hit. Like, listen to it, right? <laughs> First of all, they got, you know, it's good over there. No, if there's anything I could ask, I mean ask, it's so weird sitting on this side of the mic instead of like, <laughs> if there's anything I could say, it was just, it would honestly be just to um, always make that connection and like never burn any bridges because you never know who you're going to meet, who you're going to see, and who's going to be that person that you need in some type of future. So that's that's my biggest advice to anyone and myself. Like I, that is, I think that's, I always, I call myself like socially ambiguous and being able to like move in different crowds. And I think as a media person, you, you have to be able to like adjust to different scenarios. And I think both Giovanna and I can attest to like literally just 
creating those like good relationships with everybody because you never know when they come back around like never know so thank you for that that was really good so your social media like shout out any social media or websites that you want them to go visit yeah it's um everything my twitter and instagram is giovanna g-i-a-v as in like victor o-n-n-a underscore he like the candy bar h-e-a-t-h i know i just like i wish i ate them more so i could be like Heath Bar, sponsor me, do right. something. But uh, it's Giovanna underscore Heath on everything. Okay, and I'll put them all down below so that you can click on it and get to her. So thank you, Giovanna, for speaking with me. I really, 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 really appreciate it. And I learned a lot. I think what I took away from this is that, like, is is to just put more, like, I guess, put more work in, like, into my craft. Because I do already, but I think that there's a certain way that, I could go about it that could benefit me in certain ways like the networking part you named so many different names that I'm like I need to learn people's names way better than I do so that definitely inspired me so I really appreciate you for speaking with me no thank you for having me I really appreciate it <laughs> bye bye You just heard my interview with Giovanna Heath, the reporter and producer for Northern Arizona University. And you can contact Giovanna or see what she's up to on her Instagram at G-I-A-V-O-N-N-A underscore H-E-A-T-H. Again, that's at Giovanna underscore Heath. three for the price of one up next i chat with jason griffin who is a strength and conditioning specialist as well as top ranked shortstop in america at howard hey what's up everybody my name is coco with chatterbox podcast and i am here with ed howard and jason griffin and tell me a little bit about you guys and let them know who you are um well my name is jason griffin i just mentioned um I am a strength condition uh, specialist uh, for all sports, uh, from, uh, professional sports, uh, collegiate, uh, high school, and also um, youth ages. Um, kind of started in 2009 on the NFL side um, as a strength condition coach with the Oakland Raiders. Uh, spent time, time there for about three years. Uh, and I transitioned a little bit over to the NBA side uh, for the summer, uh, NBA Summer League. Mm -hmm. And then in two, uh, 2012, I uh, got on the Major League Baseball uh, with the New York Mets organization um, for a few seasons. In 2016, transitioned on Chicago White Sox here in my hometown, which I moved to. Chi-Town. I moved back here in uh, 2016 and 1718. Uh, um, and then two years ago, um, became the owner operator of IMO Athletics, uh, which is a sports performance facility here in Linwood. Um, partner up with the Southland Center. I get an opportunity to work with a lot of great athletes that come across the Midwest, Northwest Indiana, uh, Iowa, Indiana, Florida, New York. Uh, so I've been pretty cool and uh, had a great opportunity to work, work with guys like Ed Howard um, and a lot of other guys and, and females. So uh, I've been great. Um, so this will be my 13th year uh, as a strength condition specialist. And what's your favorite sport to work with and what has been your favorite like organization to work with so far? Uh, I don't want to get you in trouble. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> well, uh, you know, it's, it's they all they all pretty cool. Um, you know, um, you got to deal with a lot of personalities. Um, um, over the years, over 13 years, I had a lot of great um, 
men and women athletes. If I had a favorite uh, sport, uh, I like them all. Uh, they all um, they challenging because you know football is a different moving pattern, mm-hmm. baseball is a different moving pattern, basketball of course, soccer, mm-hmm. uh, lacrosse, wrestling. So they all different, but I like them all because it challenged me to be very creative, uh, come up with the best program design so they could perform well on the field. Um, but uh, if I had to say one, I, because I you know I did play football, did I did play you know a little bit of baseball. I'm gonna go ahead and go with the football side of it. I know it's an NBA All Star weekend. I still like basketball, but I have to say football. Uh, just very aggressive. You know, I'm, I'm a very aggressive guy. <laughs> okay. Well, earlier before we started rolling, you were talking a little bit about this guy over here. So oh man. Intro for me. Uh, well, you know, uh, my intro. Uh, well, this this young man, uh, it's Ed Howard. Um, I've been blessed. Been um, Ed Howard strength condition coach since he was a freshman in high school. Um, he is the top ranked uh, shortstop in America for the class of 2020. Um, he's an Oklahoma University commit. Um, got a bright, bright future. Uh, he's also part of Jackie Robinson uh, U.S. Uh, national team, um, and uh, just a great young man. And also, I'm his high school strength coach at Mount Carmel High School. So, this young man's with me all the time, all the time. So we uh, put a lot of we put a lot of work together over the last four um, years. Um, got a bright future. So right now we're getting ready for his uh, last senior, um, season um, starting um, next month, and we're gonna just enjoy the ride and uh, just have fun and hopefully uh, win a state championship for him and see how his future gonna turn out. Beautiful, beautiful. So, Ed, tell me a little bit about yourself besides everything that Jason told us already. I mean, he pretty much said basically <laughs> what I do. You know, I'm, I'm a senior at Mount Carmel, play baseball. Um, that's my passion pretty much. That's what I do. Like I said, I'm around Griff pretty much every day, early in the mornings, late at nights. And uh, we just get after it, basically. He, he helped me get to where I'm at, and um, we're going to keep going with it. So what can we expect from you in the near future, I if mean, you could say? Uh... <laughs> You can just expect me to get better at everything I do. Just keep me keep growing, maturing. Um, I play in the big leagues one day, so you can expect that in a few years. Um, that's just pretty much me, just just getting better every day. All right. Anything planned for All-Star Weekend? If you got some time, I mean, if you ain't working right, right. like crazy. No, no. I, I'm, I'm still trying to see. I might be able to get some tickets to go down there tomorrow to see, um, you know, the dunk contest, three-point contest. So we'll see. If I'm there, you know, my social media, you'll see it on there. All right. Well, what is your social media just so they can follow you if they don't? Um, know? My Instagram is Ed Howard 11. That's mainly what I'm on. Um, Twitter is E Howard IV, you know, so follow me if you can. <laughs> <laughs> you have any social media or any business card? Uh, but, you know, so I am all, I'm not a big social media guy only because my young guys say, Griff, you got to do social media. So yeah, right. actually yeah. because of it, I start the, the Instagram. So it's um, at IMR underscore athletics. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can find us there. Uh, a lot of different athletes from the pros already down to eight-year-olds. You'll see um, here uh, from a business standpoint and at jasongriffinfoundation.org. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, Ed, Jason, thank you so much for speaking with me. I appreciate it, and I can't wait to see more from you guys in the future. Again, my name is Coco, and this is Cheddarbox Podcast. You just heard my interview with Ed Howard and Jason Griffin, and you can see what the both of them are up to on their social media on Instagram. Ed Howard is at edhoward11. Again, that's at E-D-H-O-W-A-R-D, and then the number 11. And then you can find Jason Griffin on Instagram at IMR underscore athletics. Again, that is at IMR underscore A-T-H-L-E-T-I-C-S. You just heard Chatterbox Podcast Season 2, Episode 7 episode seven i'm so glad we made it this far and i hope that we continue to progress 
I had a great time speaking with Giovanna Heath, Ed Howard, and Jason Griffin. They gave me a lot of insight into their careers and into the industry that they uh, work in. And it was just a pleasure speaking with them. I learned a lot. And as I say for every single episode, if this one wasn't for you, I hope the next one is. And if that one isn't for you, I hope the one after that is and so on and so forth. Again, my name is Coco. And if you have any suggestions, um, any suggestions on people that I should speak to, music that I should play, or um, if you just have feedback, both positive and negative, which I consider positive if it's helping all of us progress, just email me at chatterboxpodcast18 at gmail.com. Again, that's C-H-A-T-T-E-R-B-O-X-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-1-8 at gmail.com. And I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Again, my name is Coco and this is Chatterbox Podcast, where I talk about what I like and hopefully you like it too.